Greetings and salutations, Elseworld citizens. Welcome back to the Elseworld Citizen Podcast. I am your host, TJ Aquilina. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Elseworld Citizen. Twitter, it's Elseworld C-I-V, Elseworld Civ. And you can also follow us on Facebook. We do also have a Facebook page. And if you are a fan and you're listening on one of the many diverse podcast uh, devices or applications, excuse me, you, I would encourage you guys to go over to Anchor and download the Anchor app. It is 100% free because it has so many amazing features for the show and you'll be getting the direct publication straight from the source from my laptop, literally, because uh, I use Anchor for everything uh, for my podcast needs, uh, apart from editing, of course, that is, because I just, I love Adobe, guys, what can I say? But I encourage you guys to please go over to Anchor, uh, leave a good review if you can. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I highly encourage you guys to leave a review. That way, more people can find the show. And just thank you again for listening, guys. It is Monday. July 29th, and so it is time for some Marvel Monday news, or spotlights, I should say, for this round. And this one is today is Marvel Action, Captain Marvel. And it's not actually coming from Marvel Comics. This is coming from IDW Publishing. This is written by uh, former Mary Sue staffer uh, Sam Maggs with art by... Uh, Sweeney Boo, and colors by Brittany Peer, and lettering by Krista Meisner. Uh, the first issue centers around uh, Carol dealing with, you know, some surprise events that require attention of an Avenger, uh, and it's uh, interrupting, you know, her experience with her friends and her social life, and it's just an all-around fun little comic. It is definitely lighthearted. It is perfect for all ages. The drawing, the style, is a little different from what I'm used to for Marvel Comics, um, but that's because it's coming out of IDW. They have a little bit more free range for the design of the character. The costume's the same. Don't get me wrong. The costume's the same, but it's definitely a different, a bit of a different design, and a whole lot of humor. So much humor, guys. So much sarcasm and wit. It's it's really a great little comic to read. So if you are so inclined, check out Marvel Action, Captain Marvel. It is currently out uh, via IDW. So if you're using the Marvel app or if you're on the Marvel Comics website or you're checking in the Marvel aisle, make sure to double check because uh, because it's an IDW publication, it might have gotten filed in with the rest of IDW and not Marvel. Now, that being said... I wanted today to do be a little bit of a retrospective on San Diego Comic-Con with Marvel again, and also to tie up a few lists. And you see, guys, it is the end of July. August is right around the corner. So today, technically, is the last day of our Marvel Mondays for summer 2019, which means Season 2 of Elseworlds Citizen is coming to a close this week. So today and Wednesday is going to be some uh, reflection, a little bit of conversation of what's maybe to come, as well as my current status with reading comics, as well as my my excitement for the coming season. And since I know a lot of you guys are, are about to go back to school and back to work or back from vacation, I figure, hey, this is a perfect time to kind of hit the reset button and start a brand new season. So, 
That being said, I wanted to reflect a little on San Diego Comic-Con, on Marvel specifically. It's uh, it's a very interesting lineup we've gotten, very exciting too. I, I'm, I'm very curious to see how much... Uh, the Marvel fan base is going to either accept or react to the new Phase 4 lineup. Uh, we know that Fantastic Four and X-Men are going to be in there. We know that Kevin Feige has confirmed it. But that being said, they're not going to be the core focus at first. We're going to definitely be leaning in on Doctor Strange. The multiverse is going to play a huge part here. Um we're going to have a lot of strange new stories. And, of course, the big one that everyone's talking about is Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor. And this is the film, I think, that is going to define a new generation of Marvel fans. And I think it really is going to draw a line for a lot of people. Because the thing is that this is the next step in Marvel's phase to get everyone used to the idea of our old heroes no longer playing the parts that they originally were. Um, we no longer have uh, spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen Endgame, but it's been it's been a while. It's already back out in theaters again. So if you haven't gotten a chance yet, go see it. But uh, don't listen if you haven't watched Endgame. But spoiler alert: we no longer have an Iron Man. We have a War Machine or uh, Iron Patriot, maybe. But we 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 have Rhodey as War Machine still. Um, I don't think we're going to see Pepper Potts as Rescue. Maybe we'll see the suit itself, but I don't know if we'll actually see Gwyneth Paltrow in the role. We might just see the armor. Um, so that leaves a lot of room for uh, roles like Ironheart, which has been a, a newly introduced character in the Marvel canon, which I'm 100% down for. Uh, Ironheart is a character who she's an African-American girl, who is a bit of a prodigy, and she builds basically her own Iron Man suit, or she kind of retrofits an old Iron Man suit and builds it so that it fits her. And in the books, uh, Tony's still around, but in this version, I think it would be kind of cool to, to see that, to see people take up the mantle outside of the Avengers. Because that's something that I loved about the Nolan films, the Batman Nolan films. Because in that, you have in the second one, in The Dark Knight, you have Bruce struggling with the fact that there are some pretty nutty people out there who want to be the Batman. They they feel like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. Let me dress up like a Batman and and dress up using hockey pads and so forth. Like, And I, I just think that would be an interesting commentary on the the pop culture of the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we've had this culture shock of people disappearing and coming back and so forth, and we have a lot of people who may know of the fact that Tony Stark has died saving the world. And because of that, what does that do for Iron Man as a figure in culture and in society? And even more so, how does Mighty Thor play into the Asgardians? Because the Asgardians are now on Earth, Asgard is now declared a place on Earth in Scotland, we assume, uh, or in uh, somewhere in the Isles. Um, and so, you know, what does what does the Mighty Thor's appearance cause for concern, or what does it do to the relationship of the the world of Asgard? 
because Loki is non-existent in this timeline, and now Thor is kind of left without a foil. He's kind of run his course as a character. So the idea of who we might see as a villain in 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 the new Thor film is very, very exciting to me. And really, for me, it's all about speculation of, are we going to get Doctor Doom? I, I, I am one of the few people who think that you need, we need a, a, a new bad guy, a new down-to-earth baddie for the Marvel Cinematic Universe that is going to challenge um, the, the, the cognitive, the psychological aspect of these heroes more so than Thanos. Like, Thanos is the, uh, is the natural disaster of, of threats, you know, like you had that buildup in the Marvel, in the Avengers films where you have, you have the pawn in the first one. And then you have the sidetrack of technology catching up with the Avengers. And then you literally have the mass destruction of what is an uncontrollable natural disaster almost. And you have everyone recovering from such a calamity. But now we really need to get back to the psychological aspect of these heroes. And I think I think a Victor Von Doom is a perfect way to introduce the Fantastic Four later. Bring Doom in first. Have Doom be this menacing villain. And then slowly bring in the Fantastic Four in their own film, showing, revealing the origin of Doom, maybe, if you really want to. I think we've, we're well past that. I, I would love it. If we just start up with Doom has already taken control of his country. He's now this like crazed leader there. He's a dictator. And he's now causing all sorts of hell for the 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 new Avengers and the Dark Avengers. So uh but we'll see. We'll see. Um and while uh transitioning uh over to other alternate comics. Um, this is a great year, guys, for independent comics. Um, one of the things that I covered in a few previous episodes was Kickstarter and web comics. And my God, guys, is it going to be a huge boom in the holiday season this year? Everyone keeps saying how big Marvel's doing. Everyone keeps saying how DC's doing great with TV and their comics. But guys, really, the big hitter for this holiday season is going to be Kickstarter comics and web comics. Web comics are the next big thing. They've been around, but they're going to hit their stride in the fall 2019 into winter of 2020. Uh, it's it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge after the new year hits. Um, one that I absolutely love is Stuff the Comic. You guys heard about it previously in posts. I love it. They're the uh, digital comic is actually going to finally be released soon, and it's really inexpensive too. It's a ton of content for for a, an indie comic book such as it is. So definitely seek that out, and keep an eye on Kickstarter for comic book content. There is some great stuff out there that you can't find in your local comic book shops. Now, as I adjust my seat, pardon me one second. I want to briefly. Let you all know that it has been an absolute privilege this season of Elseworld Citizen to talk with you guys and watch as the show has evolved into what it is, which kind of is my ramblings, but at the same time, it's structured. Marvel, such as today, we talk a little bit about Marvel. Wednesdays are usually DC, and then Friday, Indie Comics. Now, for those of you who have been around since before the shift, 
we did have some Elseworld comics in there, and I've tried to s- squeeze it in. But one of the reasons I change up my focus is because I want to stay up as up-to-date and, and as consistent with new comics as well as old. And as much as I would love to go through all the Elseworld library, the real important thing to, to know here is that Elseworlds is out there, but it keeps getting reinvented. It keeps getting turned into something new every decade. And we have been very fortunate to have had Elseworlds, and now we have Black Label. We've had DC Inc. We've had DC Zoom. And they are all, in their own right, versions of Elseworlds. Even right now, Deceased is its own Elseworlds. Batman Damned is an Elseworld, so to speak. You know, so we it's here. It hasn't gone away. It just got renamed. It got relabeled. And it's still in publication. It's just called something different. And if you want something very consistent that you can really sit down and take an evening out of your week to just enjoy a good book, one of my best recommendations for you guys, if you're DC fans, is read the Earth One comics. Put everything else down. Don't get all cut up in Year and the Villain because those need to be uh, uh, absorbed and 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 digested as volumes because there's so many different there are so many comics right now that are being published as their own runs their single issue runs as you're the villains and it's coming out as batmans and superman comics and all this stuff and it just just wait till it's collected in a volume because you're instead of running around with your chick with like a chicken with its head cut off trying to find the local comic book shops who have each of the each of the year of the villains just wait for the collection to come out because they're going to have those covers. They're going to have the alternate covers in the volume collection. So don't worry. Don't freak out about it. Go back and read the Earth-1 collection. You've got Earth-1 Teen Titans. You have Earth-1 Batman. You have Earth-1 Wonder Woman, which is the best out of all of them, in my opinion. And then you also have uh, Earth-1 Superman. Superman is the longest one. He has the most volumes uh, because that that was one that got started first. So if you want to really get a good sitting down on comics, uh, pick up Superman Earth-1. It has, I believe he has four volumes, four or five volumes. Batman, I know, has three, two to three. Uh, Teen Titans is just one, one volume. And then Wonder Woman right now has two volumes. So Earth-1, go look it up, find those books. They are chunky, they are meaty, and they are great uh, retellings of the origins of these characters. Um... Last but not least, the content of the show. I know we're running a little bit long here, but uh, these last two episodes before the turn of the month is going to be are going to be longer than usual. Um, starting in season three, we are going to be uh, we're going to keep the original running, uh, the the original schedule as it is right now. Mondays will still be Marvel Mondays. Wednesdays will be DC days, and then Friday will be indie comics as well. And we're, I'm going to do the my darndest to uh, keep giving you guys comic book spotlights, but I'm going to try and keep up on the news as well because there's going to be a lot coming out. Um, and, and then finally, we will, by um, October, my goal is by October to have video content for you all. And I am also currently exploring a new podcast that I want to publish 
that is going to feature actual comics. It is not going to be retellings. It's not going to be dictations of comics, but it is going to be meant to be a side piece to your comic book reading experience. So I'm not going to go any further than that, but look forward to it. It's going to be really cool. Uh, I don't have any more information than that right now. I will be announcing a title for the new podcast uh, about midway through season three of the Elseworld Citizen podcast. So thank you guys again for listening. Again, if you want to follow us on uh, social media, follow us on Instagram at Elseworld Citizen. That is where you can get the most up-to-date news and information on the podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook at Elseworld Citizen or on Twitter at Elseworld Civ, C-I-V. And once again, I'm your host, TJ Aquilina. Thank you all so much for listening these last two years. I can't believe it's almost been two years of this podcast. It's absolutely insane. Um, Thank you guys again. I can't tell you enough what it means to me. Uh, It's really been fulfilling just to be able to talk comics with you all. And I can't wait to keep doing it again in season three. Have a great one, guys. We've got one more episode to go of season two of Elseworlds Citizen. And I'll see you right back here on Wednesday. And as always, have an Elseworlds state of mind. I'll see you soon.